Hi guys, welcome back to the Shannon Show podcast. So today's episode is going to be a review of Love Island 2019, episode 32. So obviously, as we all know, the beginning of the episode was continuing the elimination of last night. We already know Jordan and Danny are gone. So the island is basically out of the two couples that are in the bottom two, which are Amy and Curtis and Lucy and George, who goes home. And everybody basically, all the couples except for Maura and Marvin decide to send Lucy and George home. Not really that much of a surprise. I kind of predicted it. A lot of people felt like the spoiler of Amy leaving yesterday basically confirmed that Lucy and George left. Maura said she was upset. She was obviously friends with Lucy and Ovi was quite upset as well. And he was basically upset. He feels like he didn't fight for... George and Lucy, regardless, they would have went anyway. Ovi was quite upset. Seems like him and George had developed a really great friendship. But my thing is like, why are you letting Anna bully you? And then obviously, I bet we didn't really see anything about the aftermath, but I bet Ovi was seething after Anna basically was like begging him to... Anna basically decided they were going to save Amy and then Amy goes home the next day. It's a fucking piss take. So obviously, Lucy goes home... I'm not that bothered, it was her time to go. She says she's got a friend in Tommy forever, blah, blah, blah. We all know that's probably not gonna last very long in the real world, the friendship. And you know, she's going back home and I think Joe's probably cracking on with another bird now. I don't think Joe's still waiting for her. Lucy was getting a bit too comfortable in there. She obviously didn't think she was gonna be in the bottom anytime soon. George, like I said, I like George. He was a bit ditzy, but I feel like that was his appeal. It's a shame he had to go, but you know, that's the game. I am a bit suspicious that Maura did pick Lucy and George to stay. Does anyone else think that is a bit suspicious? I personally feel like she voted for Amy and Curtis, knowing that everyone else was gonna save her. So then knowing knowing that everyone, <clears throat> knowing that everyone else was going to save them, so that she didn't look bad. I feel like she was very aware of that. And perhaps now kind of backtracking and thinking maybe how she's looking on TV. And then that's why she added in that speech of, oh, I'm upset that, you know, I don't feel I don't feel good about there being a heartbroken girl in the villa, yada yada yada. I feel like I was very suspicious and that felt like a, a campaign to kind of make herself look good but what do you think what do you think do you feel like she generally wanted to save lucy because that's her friend or do you feel like she made a strategic choice or do you feel like she made a strategic choice knowing that lucy and georgia were going to be sent home by the other people obviously we all know that amy is leaving she pulls curtis for a chat and she basically tells him that she loves him and you know she still wants them to be friends and she hopes that she can be friends and she wants the best for him, but she knows that he won't be able to move on if she's still in the house and that she needs to leave so she can heal. Like I've said many times in my podcasts, Amy is deluded, absolutely deluded. Like everyone, everyone has seen how Curtis literally had no problem cracking on with Maura. He was just respectful enough not to do it in Amy's face, but he's definitely open to getting to know other people. Like he... He's definitely open to getting to know other people, like, 
But he's definitely, he's definitely feels comfortable getting to know other people. Just say that you're hurt. Like our, like our good sis Yawande said, don't say it's us. If it's just you, then just say it's you. Like, just say, you know, you're hurt and that's why you're leaving. And then also I felt like, again, this whole chat, this whole heart to heart thing that was going on was unnecessary. And I feel like she was trying to guilt trip him again. I could see her eyes, the guilt trip eyes. The producers were just fucking forcing it. Like all of the, you know, the violins playing, like it was, it kind of felt like, you know, a very cheap high school musical too. You know, when Gabriella sees him on the bridge and she's like, you know, I gotta go my own way. And then the track sings like, I'm surprised they didn't get one of those cover artists to do a cover of Go My Own Way High School Musical 2. Because what she's basically telling Curtis is that I love you, you hurt me, and now I'm leaving. And I felt like she still even wanted at that point for Curtis to be like, no, don't go. Like, I realised that I've done you so dirty. I want to make things work. You know, I have strong feelings for you. Let's let's make it work. And I feel like if Curtis said that to her at that moment, she would have took that and she would have she would have took that round with it and she would have stayed. And this whole, we're going to be best friends. We're going to be such good friends on the outside. It was so forced and it just reeked of possessiveness and controllingness and being emotionally manipulative. She makes her exit, you know, everyone's upset. Everybody in the house held her in high esteem. So of course everybody was upset. Curtis was crying. Do you feel like those tears were genuine? Because I feel like by the end of the episode, he was kind of over it. So what are you thinking? Were they guilt tears? Or do you feel like he actually cared slash liked about Amy? What do you, th or do you feel like it was just for show? You know, a lot of people are saying she shouldn't have been on the show in the first place. You know, it depends what your stance is, you know. She does, Amy did make great TV, like, let's not lie, she made great TV. But she did make great TV because of her issues. Like, she, there is definitely something wrong mentally with her, but that is what made the great TV. If the show was really about mental health and really serious about it after the whole drama surrounding about it. Amy should have, Amy, but the thing is, Amy seemed very normal at the beginning. It was only until she started making relationships with people that the crazy Amy started to come out. So that's why I feel like the producers can't entirely be at fault because, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, sometimes someone could seem like a completely sound and normal person but then slowly but surely they reveal themselves and it's like, you know, the producers can't fish out every person, every, you know, psychopath on the show, especially when they hide it well. I feel like Curtis and Maura are going to continue cracking on. I don't think Maura feels guilty about it at all. Again, I feel like she was just saving face. Like I said before, Maura only cares about herself and advancing her own game. So all of this false, oh, I feel really bad. Like, you know you don't, bitch, and just own it. So Marvin thinks that he has a chance with Amy and tries to chat her up. It goes horrible, so we already know how that goes. Obviously, like I said before, Marvin is an insecure man and Amber does not need another one of those. So that obviously is not gonna go anywhere. There's still too many people in the house and there's still too many dry people in the house. They've got this Molly and Tommy story, like I still think they're gonna win it, but their little storyline thing, like, oh, we said we love each other. I'm I'm not really like interested in that, it's kind of boring. Come to find out now, end of the episode, 
two new people are coming in and they're not even like spicy good looking they're just two average person we've got another brunette white girl and another average looking white boy so it's just like you know at least at least bring the at least bring good looking ones you know if you're gonna just bring out the same prototype at least make sure that they're good looking but what do you think do you, what are you thinking of the new islanders do you feel like they do look average this late into the game especially after casa remote after george has come to the house there's no more excuse for these average looking white boys in terms of the new people do you feel like they're going to have the ability to turn any heads in there i don't think the new boy has a chance with amber who is the only person that's single in the house and the new girl perhaps maybe maybe anton i don't know because at first i thought belle Belle was, was cute, but I don't know. I think it's her eyebrows. But Belle, Belle is looking very funny these days. I don't know if it's just me or not. But I feel like the new girl, even though I feel like she looks average, is, is better looking than Belle. And Anton just goes off attraction. And you know, in the beginning, he was talking that talk like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Perhaps Anton's head might be turned. And I feel like Anton is the type of person who would do that. But what do you think? Do you feel like Anton would stay loyal to Belle? Or do you feel like Anton is still open to getting his head turned? And then obviously in the preview, we see Amber crying and saying that she likes Michael. And like I already said, I don't want Amber to get back with Michael. Michael is trash and he's not all that. Even including the eliminations, the episode was dry. So dry and... I feel like this season has reached its climax already. Like, I don't know what else they can do to spice things up. It's just like a long, hard trip to the end now, just watching it every day just to see what's going on, but not really enjoying it that much. And Amy, you know, she said that it's gonna be three weeks left. I'm thinking three weeks? It's already been a four. Like, why, is, why are they making it longer? So I'm not sure if there's two or three weeks left. If you know when the final is, let me know. The American Love Island USA starts tomorrow. So I, I think I'm going to do a podcast for that one too. But I'm not making any promises. Because it might be a lot to manage both. But I might do, at the very least, I'll probably do like a first thoughts on Love Island USA. And also let me know in the comments what you thought of this episode. Let me know if you feel like Amber should just move on with Michael. Let me know if you are still shipping Michael and Amber. Let me know who you think head's going to be turned by the New Islanders. And yeah, let me know your overall thought. Let, and let me know if you're tuning into Love Island USA. Obviously, it's on in America. Apparently, rumours on, rumour has it it's going to be on Sky, but you know... You know, um, you know, I'm probably going to find a link somewhere, you know, if you know, you know. So on Twitter, it's kind of half and half for Amy. Some people feel like Amy handled the situation really well with maturity. And she was very selfless in that moment. And some people feel like Amy was doing too much and acting like her and Curtis had been together for four years. And I agree with the latter. I feel like she was... A lot of the tweets I've seen for Curtis are basically insinuating that his tears were fake and that they were actually tears of joy. I'm not sure if he was like happy that Amy left, even though I don't think that he actually liked her. He must have had like 
he must have like you know liked her at, at the very least as perhaps maybe on a friendship level and perhaps maybe he did feel a bit bad I wouldn't say that there were tears of joy but I feel like he is relieved that she has left a lot of people are saying there's a lot of positivity for Mora tonight a lot of people are saying that she's made the series a lot of people are basically insinuating that she's happy that Amy is gone I definitely think she is and saying and I've seen a few people say that she's very sly but I haven't seen any overtly negative things between Mora I'm pretty sure that they they are but I haven't seen anything overtly negative kind of just like insinuating that she's sly and stuff obviously I've had a few comments from people saying that they don't like Mora and I'm not I it's not that I I like more um, but they don't like Mora and I can understand that but I feel like most of the support for Mora is because of her game plan because a lot of people see the scope through like I feel like people see the show through different scopes some people view it as this is like a relationship show and their analysis is just solely of the relationships but then some people view it as like a game so like it's a game show so in terms of the game show Mora plays a good game she do literally doesn't give a flying fuck and she's doing whatever she needs to do to secure as many weeks as she can in the show. And I feel like that gameplay is way better than somebody who's just playing it safe and being respectful of everybody because at the end of the day, you know, the money isn't for everyone. Everyone's gonna be making a different amount. So Maura's making sure that she's making the most money that she can. And that's what I can respect. In the real world, would I be friends with Maura? Hell no, because she'd probably fucking steal my man and probably steal my money too. But, you know, watching her on the show, she's a good player. For all of the Mora supporters out there, would you be, would you want to be friends with Mora or is it just a solely you like her gameplay thing? Nobody really seems to care that Lucy has left and a lot of people feel like, a lot of people are kind of over her and even more over her after the fact that she still mentioned Tommy after she left. But yeah, bye Lucy, bye Amy. You know, Amy, even though I don't like Amy and I've expressed my dislike for Amy, Amy did bring something to the house. You know, even though she was crazy, she bought the drama, she bought the entertainment. Lucy, Lucy, you know, the whole Joe and Tommy situation was entertaining. But after that, she just grew boring and she didn't offer anything to anyone. Also, and also if you haven't followed me on Twitter yet, my handle is at Shannon Fabuloso. That's S H A W N O N F A B U L O S O. It's also in the description. I usually live tweet during the episode, so feel free to add me during the episode with your thoughts as we're watching it. And that's it for tonight. Till next time, guys. Bye.